What's up? It's your boy, gentlemen, and we are back with some more Unfiltered and Real. Like always, I feel good whenever I'm here on this mic. Chris, how are you doing on this fine? I'm doing great today, boy. I have my second day of school. Too easy. It's too easy. But tell me how I got... You going to say something? You going to cut me off? (laughs) <laughs> Can you hold on? That's no, very disrespectful. That's that, what I no, you said, how was I doing? No, but I, I didn't know. finish it. I didn't finish. I was, it's kind of like you did. Uh, but I did it, and I was just for the Anyway, story. let me continue. Oh, and I'm still being cut off. So, you know, I got Spanish to this year. I had it last year, but I dropped it. This online class now. I could cheat. And he said we could use Google Translate, but it's about to be easier. I'm not even going to count. Easier. Anyways. Easier. Oh, they can hear Easier. that. Y'all, I was recording this for Easier. um Instagram. You see it, Chris? <laughs> to let them know we was recording, and now y'all gonna hear. Anyways, follow me on Instagram at jonfilchit. Follow Chris at k.aapte, but I know y'all don't rock with him how y'all rock with me. Let me tell y'all. I went on to Anchor this morning, and 1% of our viewership is in Ireland. 1%. Like, what are they doing? Who in Ireland, like, because that's around, like, 500, 800 people. A butterfly just flew to my window. What are these people doing in Ireland listening to us? What? But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But I just woke up, and that made me feel so special. And I did this whole thing on Instagram where I was just telling people how much I appreciate that everybody's just tuning in. And I appreciate you guys so much. And Chris appreciates you guys, even though he might not say it. He appreciates you guys too because without y'all, honestly, I wouldn't even have the motivation to do this. Because if, say, if we just had, you know, like a good two, three, 20, 30 people listening, that's like, okay. But like the fact that I'm getting 22,000 people, 23,000 people listening, that that makes me just feel so great. And that we're just number 15 on podcasts two weeks ago. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're in Ireland now. Like, this is, we have that's two. Amazing. Of our viewership that we don't even know where it's coming from. Like it's seventy <laughs> something percent that's from um that's from Anchor, twenty something percent that's from um Spotify, then it was like seven percent from Apple Podcasts, something like that. And it was two percent and it was from other. And I'm like, who's the other? But I just wanna say thank y'all because I Really do appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. And this is a dream come true. But Chris, you know, this isn't your first field. You know, you're in the music industry first. So how does this make you feel? And how does the world and how big we're doing right now and how we're blowing up and how just, you know what I'm saying, how that make you feel? <laughs> I would say at first, what I really did expect, you know, we was about to get on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It was going to be a slow, slow start. You know, that little 10 views first episode, then 15 views next episode, occasionally hit 100. Well, every, like, each episode we drop, it's been, like, thousands on that. Like, I remember when we first got, like, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 in one day. It was, like, then it keeps going up, like, 20,000, you know? It's, it's, I it's like And, um... Well, on this subject, I really want to say because one thing that's happening with season three that I can talk about 
um, is that we're doing a switch. Um, I won't be in the same production company. I'll be solo. I'll be with Chris. Shania, it'll just be three of us out there thugging it out and doing the best that we can do. So I hope, with the, I hope without the push of production that we're all able to still have fun through this. The numbers keep going up because I. this is one thing I will promise you. Um, as long as the numbers are going up, we see improvements, we see that you guys are loving it. I, me personally, I can't speak for everybody else, but I will continue to do this. Even if I have to be sitting up here 20 years from now with, and I'm at a big radio station actually recording, and I got two new podcast hosts. I don't care. I will still be doing this because as long as you guys show that you guys are loving it, then I will always want to do it. And we see right now podcasts are in. Like, everybody's getting podcasts. I just looked online the other day, and all these celebrities coming out with podcasts. Michelle Obama got a podcast. TikTok is coming out with podcasts. I'm like, this is what's in right now. And I got in before the curve. So while they're all battling it out for their spot, it's like, I've been in the game. Um, we can't. We, we got our spot. We was just top 15 on Spotify. We, yeah, it's like, so we, I'm doing great right now. And, you know, M- Michelle Obama's podcast was like in the top 3%. And we, we got top 15, but we're in the top like 60%. And it's like, I'm in the same 100% as Michelle Obama, though. Like, we, we're in that same 100 we're in the same hundred, and that it, it's just so much. It's I just don't know what to say. I'm speechless. But first up, something that I've been waiting to ask you, Chris, since you weren't here last week when we came back. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for what I'm about to ask you? I'm ready. I'm ready. Chris. I'm ready. Are you ready to get into some fam talk? Let's get it. First up, first up, first up, first up. The holidays are right around the corner. And with the holidays being right around the corner, how do you feel with the secret Santa gifts and all this? And you get a gift that you don't necessarily like. What are you going to do? Like, you open this gift up, y'all all opening the gifts, and you open it, and it's like, oh. What, what do you do in that situation? In that situation, I say from, like, past Christmas answers, there's been some Christmases where I ain't have no gifts at all. You know, everybody else getting gifts, but, you know, me and my siblings ain't getting no gifts. So it's like, take the gift. At least, you know, be happy you got one. But if you don't like it, shoot, let that sit up on the closet. Let that, you know, just put it away or something. You might not use it then and there, but hold on to it. And I know there's been some bad gifts now. There's been some people that got some bad gifts. I understand 100% what you're saying. But it's just certain people, like, if I, okay, for instance, if you get me a gift this year, okay, I cannot wait to tell you what I want. I can't wait to tell uh, you, Shania, Coach, my cousins. I can't wait to tell you. I don't care what you want. If it's secrets. You breaking up with your wife over there. But besides Secret Santa, you breaking up. Personally, individually, individual gifts that I'm gonna get, we're getting each other. If I tell y'all something, right? And not even if I tell y'all, but if y'all know what I want, and y'all give me something that I just don't like, or like something that's just ugly, and you me and you both know, like, okay, you was on a bunch and I could see, but like this, I'm, I'm going to feel some type of way. I feel like when it comes to people like you, 
I could feel some type of way. Now, like if you at a school function or a work function or a fam big the huge family and y'all doing Secret Santa, like that's one thing. But if it's like your close, intimate friends, you could feel some type of way. You could because it's just like if a girlfriend gets you something that you don't like and you look at like, oh, where's the receipt? Everything ain't always to be, oh, just appreciate the gift because I did what you said once. I took something and I put it in the top of my closet and like two years later, I seen it, right? And I'm like, I still don't see no use of this. And I just gave it away, I think, or threw it away. One of those. This is like certain gifts. Like, you're going to be in your feelings for a while because I'll be in my feelings. Let you get me something that I don't like. I'll be in my feelings. We're going to be arguing. We're going to be fighting because fresh, especially since Christmas is my favorite holiday, let me get something I don't want. I'll be pissed off. Like, last year was a good year for me. I think I'm going to tone it down. I think I got stuff on the more expensive side. This year, I'm going to tone it down. I don't need anybody getting me Gucci sides. Um, so, yeah. My favorite store is Amazon. So, all y'all that's out there that's listening, you know, y'all want to get me something because it's 22000 of y'all. Y'all could just send me a cute little Amazon gift card. I accept those. Because most of my Christmas gifts are going to come from Amazon this time, but just saying. Moving on, another topic. In- let's send in gifts. Let's get a little P.O. box. Get some fan mail in. Another thing about saying another thing when it comes to Christmas time is you always have that one person that tries to cook that one meal that they mess up and it'd be that favorite meal of yours. So, Mr. Belu, what meal is just unacceptable that it cannot be messed up? It has to be perfect. If it's the the macaroni, the collard greens, or the ham and turkey, I'm disappointed. I'm mad. Because, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, don't meet them holidays where you're waiting all year long. For the meals, you know, yes. you drink yeah. you a little, smoke you a little. You you ready to eat? You ready to eat? Food get in front of you, tastes horrible. Got to put oh, hot sauce all over the collard greens. Think about being high and then going to eat. Like you already high, like you already like kind of out of it, and you going to eat and you, you know it's about to be. You like you know I know it's about, it's about to be good. You know, and you pick up that first bite, it's nasty. <laughs> I know how my face is gonna look. I already know how my face. I hate this. <laughs> and knowing me, I probably say it right then and there too. But you know, you know, black people they th- they throw shade. They be like, "Uh, uh-uh, baby, don't eat that. So and so made that. Eat this one." You, you know, they be throwing shade. Me, me, me and Ricardo. Me, let me tell you something about me and Ricardo. Since we were babies, me and Ricardo do not care when it comes to food. That's something you don't play with our emotions about. Like, we would, me and Ricardo was at this, we was, I think we was at somebody's baby shower, but we were younger, and the food was just so nasty. And we had, went with my mother to this place, and we was at somebody's baby shower, and me and all these people, me and Ricardo, babies, loud as I don't know what, telling my mama how the food was nasty. We ain't want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it just tastes like my grandma cooking. And my mom was so embarrassed. And to this day, I do feel bad. But it's like, I just, that's just something. For me, the stuffing, the banana pudding. Oh, my God. 
in the turkey are just three things. Turkey, and because we don't do a fried turkey, we do a roasted turkey, like in a roasting pan, and it bastes and it cooks all day. My grandma, ooh, and she taught me how that's my favorite. But that turkey stuffing and banana pudding are the only three things that I care about. The only three. Everything else I could care less. Shoot. Turkey ain't moist. If the stuffing ain't moist and delicious, and then my mama don't make the banana pudding, I don't want it. If your mama make the banana pudding and it's off, I don't want it. Shoot. But when I tell y'all, the best banana pudding y'all will have in y'all life. It is not moist and runny. Have some people banana pudding be with it. Have the little, little wafers on top that be all wet. No, it ain't none of that. When I tell y'all the best banana pudding in the world his mama makes, I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. I could use some, but this just sounds so delicious right now. But I, it's, just, it's just certain stuff you just cannot go without. But let's move on from fam talk. Let's get right into it. Let's get into some Hot topics. What are we going to start with? Okay. Drug suspects reportedly offered plea deal to name Breonna Taylor as co-defendant. Take it away, Chris. <sighs> She's already dead. She's dead and gone. How you... Still haven't even been really, you know, her death hasn't been, you know... We haven't got what we needed out of it. These people still haven't been convicted. People still haven't been found guilty. Like, and now you're trying to tarnish her name. And that's the. I'm gonna read the, before you give your thing. Let me read this. It's been over 150 days since the ultimate death of Breonna Taylor, and the three officers responsible have yet to be arrested. However, that hasn't stopped authorities from reportedly trying to use her name in conjunction with organized crime, according to. WDRB News, Jamarcus Glover, the focus of a series of Louisville police raids, included one in which officers shoot and killed Breonna Taylor, was offended a plea bargain last month if he would admit that Taylor was a member of his organized crime something. The details on this on his July 13th offer encourage Glover to acknowledge that he and several other co-defendants, including Taylor, Engage in organized crime by trucking large amounts of drugs into the. I can't even finish reading this. I can't finish reading this. Y'all trying to say she'll Pablo Escobar? July 13th. El Chapo? Like. July 13th was four days before my birthday. 14, 15, 16. Four days before my birthday. I was planning for my birthday. And somewhere around the world where these people still haven't been caught, these authorities were trying to... I'm going to be sick. I'm going to really be Why? Why? Like, instead of... Instead of finding the people guilty that's guilty, instead of locking them away, instead of putting your own people away... You just want to keep trying to tear down black people. And the way they always like to say it is black people are associated with crime. Black people are associated with drugs. And I just don't understand it. I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, what's the end game? You, you I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I just lose faith in human life and mankind each and every day. 
from the start of time, we have fought each other over the smallest things and the most trivial matters, religion, race, everything. We're so divided over the smallest things that really shouldn't even matter. No matter what color you is, what, what, nothing, what, no matter anything, at the end of the day, we all on this planet together and we all human beings. We got the same blood, we got the same organs. The outside don't matter, we the same. And people are still fighting, still fighting. And you know what someone they say, it's like, if you forget history is doomed to repeat itself. Meanwhile, each year in history, we all got US history, right? Everybody took US history before. We're learning about the social injustices that happened back in the 60s and all that happening to me i feel like it's no longer like my hair looks behind this i'm sorry but to me it's no longer that people are just history is going to repeat itself because people are forgetting people aren't forgetting people just don't care anymore people like and like we keep saying every episode, it's like at the beginning of this whole movement, everybody was all down. Everybody wanted to fix the problem. It was this. It was that nobody cares anymore. Nobody is trying to do it. Breonna Taylor's name isn't trending still. Like, that's a problem. That is a problem for me. And that's why moving into this next era of Unfortunate World and moving into this next season, all of us will be doing some type of philanthropy. We're all going to pick some type of organization, and we're going to give back. We're going to do whatever we can do. And I'm telling you this for the first time. I'll talk to Shania. But philanthropy is something that, as people who want to be in the spotlight anyways, as people who want to have the careers that we want to have, philanthropy is a big thing. And it's a big thing that everybody needs to understand. And philanthropy can be done in so many different ways. But for me, I already want to start an organization. And beyond that, I want to help other organizations out there. There's so much I've been attacked by police brutality i suffer from depression like there's i love i want to give back to kids in need like i want to go visit children hospitals there's so much that could be done and that needs to be done and i feel like this is the time where speaking you want to go i was saying like speaking on philanthropy we have so many billionaires out in this world they don't just have one billion they have 14 billion 20 billion 200 billion dollars right the un has been asking for just one billion dollars to end world hunger and this is an issue in about to me and i'm like if if these billionaires donated one billion especially these companies to end world hunger imagine the good publicity that i bring to the name that one billion is not hurting y'all sometimes i gotta understand like if y'all have it all in the world it's okay to give give, give some away you don't got to give your whole fortune away but give something away to people in need. This is how, and how I was saying last, on last week's episode, when we and you were talking about like the whole, um, the states and how everything goes to their state. Your state is only gonna realistically last for so many years. Like after like probably a hundred years, like what is your state really going to be able to do because people from 100 years from now, people from 50 years from now will never really know Michael Jackson how we know Michael Jackson, if you understand what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it'll be a person that's talked about that other people knew about that 
died, but they will never understand the impact that Michael had, like we understand it, how our parents understand it. Like Michael was huge. So think about Michael in 50 years from now, 60 years from now, when, so I'm about to be 20. So 50, that's when I'm 60, 70, 80 years old and I have grandkids, they will never know the importance of Michael, how we know. Our kids have the possibility of knowing, but our grandkids, like, so think about that long in a state. You have $14 billion to, let's take Amazon, $200 billion. 60 years from now, realistically, you're going to be dead and gone, but your estate's still going to be here. Nobody's really going to be thinking about you to try to come and get something from your estate. So, like, why can't you just give the money away now? while you're here this morning you could give three billion dollars to end world hunger and you would still be sitting right for the rest of your life your kids will be set grandkids great 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 grandkids be like there's that's so much money 200 so much, and when people when when you hear 200 billion like oh that's two billion but you don't know how many millions go into that and how many hundreds of millions go into 200 billion that is a lot of money you could buy a damn near Lamborghini for the rest of your life every single day and still not make a dent in it at all. That's a lot of money. A lot. That's a lot of money. So I think people just need to take the time to remember certain things. And that's why season three of Unfiltering Real is going to be all about philanthropy. It's going to be all about taking the unfiltered and taking the realness a step further. We know we can talk our shit. But now it's time to mean what we say. Now it's time to get out in the streets and actually prove change. We have this whole era, and season two was so much about, you know, if we look back, season one started, and it started, and we were talking about the campaign and the political aspect. Season two came into the more justice aspect. Season three, three is moving into the more philanthropy. The thing about Unfiltered and Rhythm, what I want you guys to get about every season is, that last episode, when we sit and we recap what we talked about the whole season and what every episode was about, that, for me, I do that for a reason. It's for you guys to remember, because like last season, we, when we were recording that last episode, Chris, that a lot had happened in those 10 episodes that I had even forgot about that we talked about in episode five. You know what I ain't forget? What? The dead body being thrown out of their cat. but like there's a lot that we forget about and even in these 30 episodes when we get to that 30th episode and we sit down and we recap all 29 episodes before that it's for a reason for you guys to see how what happened and we're talking about um justice this whole season and when we get to that 30th episode we're going to see how we started off so strong in episode one and when we came back in episode one we were talking about the looting and all that stuff and look where we're at now on episode 20 and we have 10 more to go. Well, nine more to go. Came a long way. It's like you have to really take time to think about that. And we have 22,000 people that we're reaching out to. 22,000 people keep tuning in and we're talking about justice each episode. So we know that's what some people are into. So what I'm asking you guys is within the next three months, three months, find an organization for all you guys that's listening out there. Even if you can give it $20 around Christmas time, do something to really get back and thank philanthropy. Thank that. Let's move on to our next topic. Donald J. Oh. Trump. Oh, you had something to say? 
Now I was not, okay. So I had a, I want a question to ask you. So with everything going on, I'm about to bring up a few points. My first point is being that remember what Terry Crews said, how all the black people were bashing him. Mm-hmm. I love Terry. I'm saying like he was. A, I love Terry too. And what's going on more recently, I'm like he's right. The movement we have right now, it cannot turn into black supremacy. It cannot. We want to be equal. We don't want to be above. We just want to be equal. And every day I'm seeing people of color, especially black people, wait, especially black people, every time another race does something, they cancel them. Like what happened with Adele? She, we don't even, like, she was wearing a Jamaican bikini. She had her hair in knots. And it was informing me about the knots. It's not just something what black people do. White people do it too to get some curls in their hair. And there were so many black people, not even the Jamaicans. The Jamaicans was cool with it. All the Caribbean people was cool with it. I'm Caribbean. I'm cool with it. The black people was quick to tear it down, talking about culture, virtue, stealing our culture, this and that. And what I wanted to ask you is when you see white people going to some of these cultures, do you find it like they're all trying to steal from this culture? Um, if for one, for one, before I get into that, congratulations to you because your mark from last season, season episode five, your first episode to this, with everything you just said, it showed your growth. It showed your growth because a while ago you said that with everything that black people are doing and it's our time to be on top and all this, but now I see that you see that it needs to be equal. Like, that's the thing. There's no one person. That's when we broke away from Great Britain. That was the issue because they always wanted one person or one type of person to be in the lead. And we, that's what Black people are forgetting. That's not what we're fighting for. We don't want the supremacy. We don't want to be at the top. We want to be equal. We want to be treated equally. But back to what you were saying, I, for me, I feel like Black people were the first people to even steal everything else. And that's how I've always felt. Black people were we. We've come from everybody else but the black people. So it's like, I feel like when somebody else put braids in their head or somebody else do bantu knots or any other type of knots in their head, it's a style. They like it. That's what they want to do. I don't feel like it's cultural appreciation because at the end of the day, we see something we like, we do it. And that's why when I get upset when people are doing certain type of dancing or a white girl is twerking, all of a sudden it's a black girl thing. Since when? Since when? One second your ass was like that. That actually came from Afro Latina type of dance moves. You know, all the stuff that Black people think we just created. Excuse me. Some stuff we may be better at than other people, but that's not something that we created. And everything that happens in this world, it's not like one person creates it. The thing is, somebody does it. Somebody could just do it better. And that's, it just goes in a circle. And we're seeing that with even like shoes and styles, like stuff that used to be back in the olden days are now coming back. High top fades. They used to be so big back in the 90s, the 80s. They just started coming back in, what, like seven, eight years ago? They're back in. Afros, the whole big Afro, the blowouts. That wasn't, when we were first coming up, Chris, remember we all had that same little fade, shortcut. We yeah. all had the fade. We all had the fade. Or the dreads, 
Or and then we the Mohawk came back in. And after the Mohawk, shoot, fourth grade me with my Mohawk. I remember my Mohawk. After the Mohawk, you had the Afro, like the regular Afro. Then the blowout Afro came. And then after the blowout, we had the hot top. It's like you see how stuff has morphed and changed since the beginning when it first came out. So I don't think it's one person that owns everything. And then something else, there was this, I guess, white YouTube star who went over there to Morocco, one of the Middle Eastern countries, and they were wearing the robes and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, when you go to these temples, that's what you're supposed to wear. You're not going to go in there off your street clothes. That's very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. All in the comments, people are like, oh, cultural appropriation, this and that, this and that. But you don't even know nothing about that culture, but you're talking about it. Not everything people try to do, they're trying to steal it. This reminds me when um, Mulatto, a couple of weeks ago, she was wearing a shirt, and they were trying to say it was cultural appreciation because it was something. Let me see if I can find the shirt. And I'm like, what? It, and Mulatto was literally like, I didn't mean to offend anybody. I was just wearing the shirt because I thought it looked nice. And I'm trying to find it right now, y'all. And and then, go continue. This country is supposed to be the mountain pot. And now nobody could do nothing. You get canceled for this. You're trying to do this and that. We're supposed to be sharing cultures. Pretty much for the most part. And these countries don't got no problem with it. As long as you're being positive with it and you're sharing it. Like, here we go, right here. So, Mulatto issued apology after facing backlash from social media from wearing an outfit that featured the Hundi God Viju. I don't know. I'm going to show it to you, Chris. That was the outfit. You can see it? Yeah. And so, Mulatto apologized. She said, I apologize to anyone I've offended by wearing an outfit featuring the Hondi God something. I honestly don't know the meaning or background behind what I was wearing. It was not my intention to disrespect the religion and culture beliefs of others. Because somebody thinks an outfit's cute now, we got, let's think about it. We wear ripped jeans or like the bleach wash jeans or, you know, like those type of jeans. Those type of jeans have been a while. Those Hispanic people used to wear stuff like that. Black people ain't never wear nothing like that. You wore something, your mama think you didn't bleach your dang on clothes. Oh, mm-hmm. what you, well, you got the nerve to cut up some jeans I didn't buy? Like <laughs> stuff like this wasn't in the black culture at first. We have to remember the Hispanic culture is very much sex symbol. And so showing skin, dancing, twerking, stuff like that, that all come from that Hispanic and Afro-Latina way of living. So if anything that we need to remember is that Afro-Latinas and Black people, I mean, not Black people, and Hispanic people are the main people that really do a lot of the stuff that we do nowadays. And if you think about it, everything comes from Florida and Atlanta area that happens. And everybody that lives in Atlanta came from Florida. Before Florida was anything and Miami and all that, and Miami's the hot spot, everybody knows this is Hispanic Central. So people really need to start learning how to do their background, their knowledge, looking into stuff. Where does all this stuff trace back to? Because if you trace Florida back to like early in the days in that Miami S where everybody gets their partying waves from and all those people in Broward and Dave, that used to be all Hispanic area. All Hispanic area. My father grew up down there. He could even tell you. 
people need to understand and start educating themselves before. And then half those people don't even ain't got nothing to do with no Hashi God and don't know nothing about no thing on Hashi God. They see one person say now they want to attack this person or they don't like this person and they're gonna sit up and research what this is they win so they can attack them. Stop it. Stop the it. More, it's a white person can wear anything nowadays. Anything. They if it's not something white. If it's something like black, Indian, Chinese, they're going to be like, oh, they don't even know nothing about the image or whatever it is. They're going to go attack it. That's yeah. People need to stop with this culture stuff. That's why I really don't like social media because that's all it is. Culture, culture. We, we bro, we, we canceling everything. Like, anyways. They need, to, they need to stop. Let's move on. So, Michael B. Jordan sent a beautiful, nice message to the late um, Chadwick Boseman, and you know, everybody was talking about the message, how sweet it was, and I think it was very sweet, but beyond that, you know, Black Panther 2 is still set to come out 2022, 2021 or 2022, one of those. I just was looking at the information because of the comments, and everybody was saying, um, you know, instead of recasting Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, how about we just change the storyline for the second movie and let Michael B. Jordan be the leading actor in that. How do you feel about that coming, you know, going into this next movie? Because the movie's still going to happen. You know, people still have to make money. It's already signed. The deal is already made. They can't go back on it. So, I personally don't want them to recast the character. If anything, I say just switch the storyline and be like, have it where he died off right at the beginning of the movie and Let's bring in Michael B. Jordan's character to, you know, finish it off. That's what I think. But what? How do you feel? And speak all at once. Yeah, I mean, I like Marvel a lot. Oh, I we didn't hear favorite, nothing you were no, saying. We didn't oh, hear nothing. comic books and the storylines are very. We can't. We didn't hear nothing you were saying. Hello. Hello? Can you hear me now? Your service is really bad. Talk. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Hello? I can hear you. Okay. I couldn't hear you before. So what I was saying is that, like, Marvel is one of my favorite, you know, superheroes. It's one of my favorite, you know, MCUs, all that. So I would say like i would say not to change the storyline because the comic books are really important to the movies and all that you could check you could switch michael b jordan and make him black panther but just don't you know try to change up the storyline too much well the thing is it's a movie so we're still gonna have to change it up some type of way and that's either they're gonna have to recast it or they're gonna have to change the storyline I think in respect of Chadwick, we don't need to recast. In respect of him, I say don't recast the thing. But at the same time, we I think Michael B. Jordan, he's already beloved. Everybody already fell in love with him from Creed and Van when they seen him in Black Panther. Like he's a wonderful actor. I say just don't change it up too much. Just kill him off at the beginning. Well you remember another option is to remember what they did with Paul Walker when he died. They could do the same thing they did with the like the last movie they had him in. They find brother. Yeah, they could use someone who looks similar 
but you know, with the animation and all that, change it up so everyone can be happy. I don't think nobody would be happy with that outcome, though. They was happy with Paul Walker when they did it. But it it was Paul Walker. This is Chadwick Boseman. You, I don't think you understand the impact that this man. But had. you don't understand the impact of Paul Walker had either. They were both. Paul Walker, Paul Walker had an impact, but no, that's see, that's the thing. And if you go all over social media, you'll see it right now. The impact, like it was very much different. Paul Walker had an impact, but this man stood for something totally different. The movies that he did stood for something totally different, and for what he did for black people and black culture, just stood out. Nobody wants them to recast the role. Nobody, because if you recast the role, you're gonna mess up his legacy, and that's the thing. It's tied to him. Black Panther. The thing with Paul Walker is he was in an ensemble cast. It wasn't just him. The thing with Chadwick is he's in a cast where he was the lead. He was the show. He introduced Black Panther to us. It's not like it was three movies out and they were deep into the um, Black Panther universe where they could be like, okay, we're just going to let him die out, but we have all these other people that could, you know, still play their roles. It's totally different. It was just Chadwick and he was just leading. So now with him gone, it's like, how do we move on from that? Because everybody doesn't want us to recast what way do we do it? Because if we recast, we're going to upset everybody and nobody's going to want to watch it. And that's all anybody's saying is if they recast, they're not going to watch it. So how do we move forward? I don't think that's true. Nobody's going to watch it because it's... I could get In the Black Panther movie, do what you got to do. But you got to remember, you have the Avengers where you have Thor, you have Hulk, you have Spider-Man, Iron Man, Black Panther, etc. So when it comes to Avenger movies... It's same thing like Fast and Furious. You know, it's not just based off one person. It's based on a whole group of people. But when it comes to Black Panther movies, then that's you what could... That's what we're saying. Like, we're focusing on Black Panther, not Avengers. We have to take one step at a time because I promise you, and I guarantee you 100%, if Black Panther... Avengers will just follow along whatever Black Panther does. If they have to... Move, Never that. What you hauling about? Avengers definitely, if Black Panther does something, Avengers will have no choice but to more. At this point, Avengers have no choice but to do whatever the Black Panther franchise does. If they change it up, somehow, some way, Avengers is going to have to write that into their next movie or next storyline, whatever they do, because Black Panther is the top priority right now because somebody has died. Somebody has left the Marvel family. So we have to figure out how we're going to do this. They're going to all work together. Whatever is done, Marvel is going to come together to see how this next outcome will move. Trust me, will, Black Panther will not do anything without the Avengers team knowing. Marvel, everybody, Black Panther, um, Avengers, and Marvel is going to all come together to make that decision. So I think that's what to say. But I do think, I don't think recasting, this isn't as easy as recasting Paul Walker. Because before Black Panther was Avengers, it was Black Panther. So I think we have to really think about what's best for them right now. And I think what's best is keeping the cast just how it is. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is just make Michael B. Jordan Black Panther. Because look, Chris, a change is going to happen. Somehow, some way, a change is going to happen. Now we all sitting up here. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. We all sitting up here at the movie theater and we know that this man didn't die and we knew that you could not tell the difference between Paul Walker and his brother. That was a... I still don't see how they not But you gotta remember, when they did that movie, 
it wasn't just his brother. They were doing like the facial, you know, all the uh, editing with the face and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but the, but but you that last scene that was his brother. That last scene was just his brother. Yeah. When they wrote off that but something first, else is that like yeah. when it comes to Marvel and like the Avengers, they gave each character like you know you had Iron Man one, two, and three. You had the Thors, all that, the Hulks. They gave each character a number of movies. I mean, Black Panther only had one movie. I don't know what more, and there's going to be a second one coming out, but I don't know what more further they have to do with the Black Panther character, the further along the Avengers story, which is the biggest thing, which is the Avengers story. So if they have, I mean, if they didn't do any shooting with Chadwick, and if they They had to do... They haven't started filming yet because of the um, pandemic. They were supposed to start filming, but they didn't start filming yet because of the pandemic. So now that's what we're saying is like, now afterwards, he they don't have no footage with him. The thing with Paul Walker is they were almost done with the movie and he died. With Chadwick, they didn't even start it. They don't even know the script. I say they, they could replace him. They could replace him or Michael B. Jordan. That'd be okay. I'm not saying no, but that's I'm not saying replace him with Michael B. Jordan. I'm just saying like, what if we kill him off in the beginning, or give him like the respect, you know, a nice respectful going off, and then just bring my because Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be in the next one anyways. Just bring him up, like make him black the new Black Panther. Because recasting it is gonna be awkward. You cannot tell me being in that movie theater. You sitting in there. We sitting in this movie theater, right? And we watching this movie, and it's like, who is that? Like, you know he's dead. But people are going to be mad, too, if they just rewrite the story. Like, they're going to be mad, too. But that's the thing. And not a lot of people... Okay, you know you're a Marvel fan, so you may know the stories. A lot of people don't know Black Panther because of the Marvel story. A lot of people watched it because of the... Shit, you capping. I guarantee a whole lot of people, just like I did as a kid... Sat there early in the morning no, when Black Chris, Panther came on. No, no, a lot of the Black Panther. You have to remember that demographic wasn't our demographic. That was adults. Like that, gen- you have to think Black Panther had an impact because of the impact it had on the Black community. Not a lot of people knew Black Panther before of the thing. Kids our age, I didn't know it, so I'm not going to talk for myself. But kids our age may have known it, but a lot of people didn't know it, and a lot of people if they weren't like into comics or like games like that, they wouldn't know, because I know a lot of people who don't know about the comics. I didn't even know it was a comic until like after I had even watched the movie. It was a comic. They had a whole TV series. A lot of people, had a lot. A lot of people don't know that. You can say you know that because you are a fan and you're a Marvel fan. A lot of people didn't know that. And anybody could tell you that the, they had the impact because of the impact it had on the black community. Remember everybody going to the thing, dressing up in they Wakanda stuff, they dashikis and all that. Like it was the spoke of the black culture. And that's the reason why so many people love him because he stood as a black, like literally like the black God. And so I think for one, there was so much pressure put on him that it's kind of like, okay, where do we go? From I'd say it'd be, because if they recast Michael B. Jordan, it'll be weird because like he's he, already he in the movie, right? Him. But listen. Recasting him. If they make Michael B. Jordan the new Black Panther, you're going to have someone who has to fill in for the character Michael B. Jordan was then playing. And oh, you see in the movie theater... You're thinking that way. I'm not thinking that way. Michael B. Jordan would still be who he was. He would just be like, he's his brother. 
he would just be or cousin, whoever he was in the dang on thing, he'll just be the um new Black Panther. He'll still be his same character, just as the he'll just start wearing the suit and take on that role. But then they'd have to rewrite the movie because I guarantee before no, Chadwick died, rewrite it. They're, the movie's gonna have to be rewritten either way it goes because Marvel already said, look it up online right now. Marvel already said they're really trying not to. Um, recast. They're trying to figure out how to do it without recasting. Whether that be take facial features and stuff from the last movie and try to do it that way. But it's like, they don't know how they're going to do redo this movie. Oh, so they rec- I mean, since they're saying they're not trying to recast them. They're trying, they said they're trying to do everything in their possible power not to recast because they don't want to ruin his legacy. Because believe it or not, he made Black Panther who Black Panther is. I don't see anybody who could have played that role as good as he could have played it. I don't even think Denzel could have played that role how good he played it. <laughs> and Denzel's a damn good actor. So I don't know. I it, mean, I really don't know. Because I just hope they don't do like the Spider-Man route where they like switch up Spider-Man like three, four times and we all fell in love with like the original 2000 early 2000 spider-man so thing it's like for some people who really die hard and and like comics and like that whole story they're never going to be satisfied for the ones of us who never watched it and didn't care they don't care they don't but what i will say with this last spider-man with the new man and when zadea in it that was different because it shook it like it was such a big time difference and then it shook it up and then he was just so likable, and then Zendaya was in it. So it's like when you redo something and you have heavy hitters like that, it's cool. But I don't, I don't know how they're gonna do Black Panther. I don't. Hopefully he got a brother somewhere. Hopefully he got a brother somewhere. Ain't, ain't nobody seen the script yet, so we don't even know what's gonna happen. This know. is I don't know. I don't know. This is un- Wakanda Forever. Last night was the iconic versus battle between Monica and Brandy. And not only did they beat the record, 1.1 million viewers for three hours straight. Chris, are you ready to see who stopped in? Yeah. Are you ready to hear who stopped in? First off, who stopped in? we're going to start slight with Beyonce because it's just Beyonce. But Beyonce don't show up to nothing. She stopped in, along with every other celebrity in the world and every other person on Instagram. You I see Meek in there. Meek was there. Every celebrity was there. Every celebrity you know was there. Meek talking about, I, I know I'm going to find my soulmate somewhere in here. Vice President um, nominee Kamala Harris was there, and she even went as far as to talking with the girls and telling them how she was so proud of them. And then even further, Joe Biden came in and did a little wave symbol. I don't know if you oh, he really that. trying to get them black votes. Like, it was just such... But last night, Chris, I'm going to tell you. Uh, you probably don't know a lot of Monica songs and a lot of Brandy songs and all that. But even if you didn't know, because even I didn't know a lot of the songs. But I knew some of the main popular songs. It was such a powerful night. It was a powerful night, Chris. Like, you could feel the power, the black excellence. And, you know... For me, it's never about black excellence, like black people. It's more when you see the woman that's dominating. Because, you know, women don't get recognized for a lot of stuff. But the power that was in that live last night was impeccable. Three hours straight, 1.1 million viewers. The president-elect, hopefully, 
want to say president nominee, vice president nominee, Beyonce was in there, Michelle Obama was in there. Like, it, it, it was just impeccable. And the the songs, and you know, we're not going to talk about who won. I I think, and so did a lot of people, well, the comments were saying Brandy won, and then someone was like, it was a tie. So we don't know that for sure yet, but in all fun, it was just so fun to see everybody together, the black community together, and the versus battle was just epic. How do you feel about what's been going on with the versus battle since quarantine? Do you like how it's been going and all that? I'm going to say from last night, and that being my first versus my first versus battle. I love it. I love it. I mean, for the most part, it's been cool. Everything that's been going on with quarantine, you know, they've been doing through Instagram lives from the Tory, you know, the Tory events, all that. Tory on this channel. <clears throat> the hit battles, you know, all the old heads going against each other with top hits. That's what so you know. That's what that's what the versus battle has been. The old heads going back and forth. That's all versus has been. But I so think, I love it. I think it's just been great. Now, if you get oh my god, if you get Lil Wayne and Eminem, oh my god, that's gonna be crazy. I don't. I don't. That's gonna be crazy. I don't see anybody. There's a couple people that I was good. I think like that you brought that up because there's a couple people. I don't see anybody who could. Eminem's good. Don't get me wrong, but Wayne and Eminem, the two best. They will go down in history as like the. They already did the best rappers ever. I alive. think I would want to see a Wayne and a J battle. Nah, a Wayne and a J battle. I think would be that wouldn't even go, boy. A Wayne and a Jay Z battle. That wouldn't even go. A win. That would be a great battle. You got, bro, you got to remember. Uh, if you know who Eminem is and if you know who Lil Wayne is, even on their collab songs. If you know who Jay-Z is and if you know who Lil Wayne is, that's a better battle than Eminem and Lil Wayne. No, it's not. It's not. What are you talking about? Yes, you put Jay-Z against someone like a goat like Jay-Z. You forget what time Jay-Z came in. Even though he's big like that, but you got to put him in. Eminem and Lil Wayne, they like right there in the same class. Jay-Z came out before them. Yeah, duh. We you got to put him in with like a Nas or like somebody no, else. I don't, think Nas is, I don't think Nas is talented for one. So you will never see me say Nas. I don't think Nas is worth all the hype that he gets. Besides, well, you got you got to remember they had beef back in the day, and they used to go versus versus back in the day. So that would be that's not what versus is about. Yeah, I know it's not what it is, but if you were to see Lil Wayne and Eminem on a versus battle, that would get. I think Lil Wayne could sweep it. I think Lil Wayne could sweep. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. It's not a hard because the thing about after watching after watching versus last night, and now that I see how it goes and how it works, it's like you don't. You don't know who the next person is going to, like, the next song is going to pick, be picked by that person. And then it also goes based by, and it's not like anybody formally counts it. Everybody has their opinion on who won. And then it's like, you don't know what song they're going to pick. You don't, like, there were some rounds where, like, Monica didn't win for three rounds straight. And then there were some rounds where Brandy was, like, sweeping it away for ten rounds. And then also... All of them don't go on for three hours. It can go on for like however long it's meant to go on, like however long the song. <laughs> but 
Lil Wayne and Eminem will go on. For I just say, oh Lil my Wayne god, that'd be more, so good. Like fan wise, like if we think about fan wise and all the celebrities that's going to be in there voting and all that stuff, Lil Wayne has had way more number ones, and that's what it comes down to. People like that nostalgia makes people who listen to not Lil Wayne. I mean, not Lil Wayne. Eminem has a great following, but it's not that Lil Wayne following, and that's what it's going to come down to in a versus battle. That's what versus battle has all been about, to be honest. After viewing that, that's what it's going to come out. That following is going to help you out. And Lil Wayne has most of the music industry under his belt, most of the celebrities under his belt, and that's how he's going to win. That's why I say, I think if you want it to be a hard battle to see, like, would it be hard to really pick one of them, that's where to go. I think, personally, Eminem is very talented, but he also doesn't get the credit that he deserves. He does. Eminem should be way more. And tell me if you think I'm wrong. Eminem should be way more further in legendary s than he is. I don't. He's as. I don't think he's he's as far as he could be. He is like right behind. He is like right behind. What's his name? Remember Black and Yellow? Who was it? Buster Rhymes. He's like right behind Buster Rhymes. What? fastest rappers alive. Like, this man has dropped bangers. It's like, this okay, nigga so, is what, a god at what rap. Makes you think, like, what makes you think that he's like that? What makes you think that? All the work he's put in, like, he so, like, your opinion, right? can rap, huh? So, that like, your opinion. That ain't even my Because we all know I'm all about stats, and I'm all about numbers, and I'm all about and that's, can you hear me? Because you look frozen. Yeah. Okay. And I so that's what I am about when it comes to Eminem. Because I like Eminem. And I don't want anybody to think, I think Eminem. Because if Lil Wayne and Jay-Z went off together, right? Mm-hmm. Every, like, Lil Wayne was sweet. It's like, yeah, Jay-Z's a classic, right? Everybody fuck with Jay-Z. But you got to remember, like, Lil Wayne then had songs with Chris Brown, everybody under the sun. He yeah. had, like, a whole lot of number ones. So, of course, like, Lil Wayne would literally sweep it when it comes to Jay-Z because, that, one, Lil Wayne came out in, like, early 2000s, right? And that's what I'm saying. I think Little, Lil Wayne came out, like, 1999, 2000s. That's but why he I blew think, up in, like, the early 2000s. You that's lit, 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 lit. That was, he's been out before. The only person who could handle, excuse me, the only person who could handle Lil Wayne, like stats wise, and that's what we that's what and that's what they were saying last night. That's what the versus battle was all about. Stats. The only person who can handle Lil Wayne um stats wise is Jay-Z. And that's what I'm saying. I think stats wise, Eminem isn't as high up. And he doesn't get the right. Eminem does the not research. get the like let's think about that. Eminem doesn't get the respect that he deserves. But you want to know who they did in the comments, with who they were saying that um, Lil Wayne should go up against? And I don't know because I don't listen to his music like that. So Jay-Z had 14 number ones on Billboard. Let me look at Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Damn. What? Lewin has like 272 singles. Mm-hmm. But it ain't for me. 
How many number ones do you have? I think Lil Wayne had like he had a good. Uh, let me see. It says charted eighty two on top forty hits, but it's not telling me number one. Lil Wayne has probably did have a number one, but I'm pretty sure he has. He's had to, especially like T Pain. I think um, he has eleven. Eleven. Now let's see. Eminem. Eminem is the biggest international sensation worldwide stage and has landed 42 top 42 top 40 singles on the official charts, 32 of them on top 10. So he has nine number ones. Mm-hmm. I just seen that. And how many you said Lil Wayne had? 11? Huh? 11. Yeah, and, and Jay Z has fourteen, so it's like, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Eminem is great, but I just think if we think like fan wise and everybody that'll be in that, if you think about everybody that'll be, you have to witness a versus battle, and if you think about that, everybody that's gonna be all the celebrities that's gonna be in the comment section, Lil Wayne will sweep it, and that's what I'm saying. Lil Wayne will sweep it. But this is what I want to ask you about because a lot of people in the comment section were saying this name, and I don't know because I don't listen to his music, so I wouldn't know. But everybody was saying Lil Wayne and E Man. Uh-huh. And um, E Man. E Man. Mm-hmm. E Man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is E Man? I'm from E Man. I was trying to. I was trying to. I was trying to see, and I said, I don't know who this is. Let me ask Chris because E man, just like E man. <laughs> Let me see if I know who this is. I don't know. What the fuck is E man? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out for the long game. <laughs> but they, okay, pause on that. You can look that up on your own time. Let's talk about this. I don't know who the hell that is. Google don't even know. People. <laughs> who would go up against Beyonce? Oh, shit. Adele. Off rip, Adele. You can't even cap. You no, can't no, even no, cap. No, 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 no. They like like R&B, like Adele. No. Oh. Like who? Oh. That's what they would say. I'd say Rihanna. I think Rihanna. Man down, man down. I think if Beyonce, umbrella, Beyonce Ella, oh, that's a good one. Pole, that will be. I think Rihanna will win that one. Oh no! I, I, I'm a big. Uh, I'm, oh no! I'm a big Rihanna fan. Then I. Oh no! But Chris, Come on, man down. That'll be uh, a hard, a hard. Okay, on. you know what? Next episode, guys. Chris, Wait, come on, is. Welcome next to New, New York. Oh, shit. Chris, next episode, you bring your Rihanna hits. 
I'm gonna bring Beyonce hits, and we gonna have a versus battle all episode next episode. Hold on, hold on. That's what it's gonna be. You got that, Mr. Baylou? I got that. You got Rihanna. You bring all your best hits that you think are gonna go, and we gonna do. We're going to do 25 rounds, okay? All right. So that's 25 songs. You bring 25, I'm bring 25. All right, but And we going to... 25? Yeah, you bring 25 songs. I don't even know if she got 25 bangers like that. Rihanna got 25. Rihanna got 25. What about Alicia Keys? But who would Alicia Keys go... Okay, so this is the thing. Beyonce? Oh, no, no. I think Beyonce could sweep that because Beyonce, Alicia Keys, very talented. I think Alicia Keys and Christina Aguilera. Who would you think would go against Adele? Up against Adele, though. Lady, nah, Lady Gaga. You could do no. Lady Gaga would sweep that. Um, we gonna we gonna do a couple versus battles, okay? We gonna do a couple, so. Y'all DM me. And okay, we, yeah, we're going to do that, but we can only, since it's a podcast, we're going to do little clips. We, we can only do, yeah. like, clips. Yeah, and we, who, we need a, we need a judge. I don't know who could. We need to go on live. We need, y'all really need to go follow it at J Unfiltered, because we'll go on live, and we'll do this, like, no cap. Like. Okay, so we're going to do it next episode. We go, okay, we have. I'm going to give y'all three episodes dedicated to Versus Battle. That we going to do three episodes. Next episode, The first one going to be Rihanna, Beyonce. Rihanna versus Beyonce. Then we'll the second one got to be Lil Wayne, Eminem. And we got we to gotta bring a Nicki and a Cardi. We're we going to do four. We're going to do four. No, you can't even do Cardi and Nicki. Nick, Cardi don't even got that many songs. Stop it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I want to do males though. I, I want to do two more males. Like okay. they could be um, pop. Like imagine like a, uh, uh, what's his name? The okay. the, the white boy that be singing. Ed Sheeran, huh? I want to. Oh, okay, so we're gonna have to do five because I want to do like a. I want to do a chain smokers, versus maroon mm. five chain smokers. Okay, we can do Maroon 5 versus Chainsmokers. We can do Rihanna versus Beyonce. That's two right there. We're going to do Lil yeah. Wayne versus Eminem. That's Eminem. Two. So we need two more. So who could go against Justin? Justin Bieber. Who could go against him? Chris Brown. I don't know who again. I know. I don't. Because they both got a lot. That's so cool. But Chris Brown do got more. Chris Brown has more, <clears throat> but ju- it's something about Justin. It's something about Justin. Okay, y'all, we gonna get the situated. Um, coming up versus series on Unfiltered Real. The next five episodes will be versus. Oh, we're gonna be so close to the end of the season by the time we're done with the verses. We won't even have time. But um, so that means I'll cover hot topics on um, Insta Story. Me and Chris will find some way to cover hot topics on Insta Story because we won't be doing them on the podcast. The podcast we'll be talking about all of versus battle for the next five episodes coming up on 
the next episode will be Beyonce versus Rihanna. Chris, I hope you're ready with your 25. I'm having my 25, and we're going to go head to head. Follow me at Unfiltered on Instagram. Make sure you follow Chris at K.A.A.P.P.E. Um, continue. Like I said at the beginning, we're so grateful for you guys. We love y'all so much and everything that y'all do for us. Just continue to love and support us. That's pretty, pretty much it. Chris, anything you want to say to the people? Oh, huh? Anything you want to say to the people? Um, last thing I'm going to say to the people, I think Rihanna really wants to before Beyonce, because you forget that little DJ Khaled and Rihanna joint. You forgot that one right there. You forgot. Oh, snap. You forgot Rihanna and Drake. But you got to remember, Beyonce got all the way back to Destiny's Child. I need a soldier and kill you. right, but... You can't kill me where they at. You... That's a sweet dream for a beautiful night. What else, Beyonce got? What else? Um, who run the world? That's going to be close. That's going to be a close one. You better not play that dirty ass. You better not play that dirty ass song. What song? Jungle Full Lift the Pipe. Ego. Please. Huh? Partition? No, Ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Even as a kid, when that, when that first song came out, I'm like, he got a big ego. It's too big. It's too big. It's too. Well, we got 25 songs to get through, so I think it's bound to come up. It's going to be bound to come up. Okay, Chris, we got to go. Um, we running out of time. Chris loves you. I love you more. Until next time, bye.